0: Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, December 28th, National Card Playing Day sort of a christmas thing, play cards with the family. I feel like if someone were to do that, it would be Owen. I I do it often here, maybe it's me, but Owen over Adam for sure.
1: Yeah, I played a little cards yesterday with my cousins. It's always a good time.
0: You know, I don't Adam doesn't celebrate Christmas. It's not about that. It's not that I don't see him playing games at Christmas. I see his family just not being much of a games family.
2: Yeah, we don't really do anything. Everyone kind of does their own thing. Just another Tuesday.
0: <laughs> Let's go. Alex is still in California. Owen's headed to the ranch tomorrow. This week is tough, dude, because I get a little stir crazy in the house, I'm not gonna lie, but there's nothing really you can do all that all that much. I don't know if you get up to anything, but
1: I, I like going out and doing stuff, so I try and do stuff like go to the gym or even like small stuff. You know, I I just yeah, I have a hard
2: time relaxing. Corporate and I have a hard time relaxing. I always got to be grinding. Always got to be on the move. Well, All it right. does not need to be grinding, but I like having stuff
1: to do. I like being busy. I think it's like a symptom of
2: ADHD yeah, calling
1: or something. Yeah. Well, it could be work or like playing basketball, hanging out with friends. You know, it doesn't actually work. I prefer not to do work for the most part.
0: Hmm. Well, the next show is the year-end show. I've already got it scheduled. It's into the system. It's going to be dropping. Uh, we did that, what, a week and a half ago. It's going to be a good one. The clips are done. I know Owen heard the clips. Maybe you could leave a review for the people. Are they going to want to stick around till the end?
1: Oh, I, was, I mean, anybody that's heard them before will know that they should definitely stick around. But, uh, I mean, this year is just, I would say it's just as good. I'm not going to say better because the, in the past it's been also very good. But that's, that's going to be one of the best parts of the episode. So you're not going to want to miss it.
0: Let's go. Uh, we could do the picks. Week 17, 4-3 and three last week. I feel pretty good about where we're at. We're 18 games above five hundred fifty-two 52-34. I feel like there's no possible way we could finish under 500, so let's keep stacking up the wins as high as we can. The Jets and the Browns are on Thursday. I feel this might be a little too much football. I feel like there's been much more days with football than without football, and Jets-Browns, on the Thursday, I could have done with this on Sunday. I don't think I need the Thursday nighter, but maybe for those who are less footballed out, maybe Owen would be down to watch his Jets go at it again. I'll be tuning in. Good. I'm glad okay. somebody will. And how are you feeling about this one? You're getting six and a half if you want to take the Jets.
1: Mm, I do. I do kind of lean towards the Jets. Um. I think Trevor Simeon is somewhat competent compared to other quarterbacks that they've started. Yeah, I mean, seven and a half is a lot of points and this defense is good. So I, I would tend to lean towards the Jets, but it's not, you know, not 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 by
0: much. Where would you rate the Flacco revenge game on your list of concerns?
1: I would say that's pretty low. It seems to me that Flacco, he seems pretty relaxed to me. Like, I don't think he's a bulletin board, chip on a shoulder type of guy, really. And maybe I'm, maybe you know, maybe I'm wrong there, but he seems like he doesn't, he's not really much of a, a revenge guy. Like, he's just more of a, you know, do your job and then go home and hang out with the kids.
0: Yeah, I kind of agree. If I was him, the Jets really kind of disrespected him because if he still had this left in the tank and they had him last year, he wasn't even that bad for the Jets last year from what I remember. I mean, it's pretty obvious disrespect just choosing to go with uh, the TB7. But I kind of lean Jets here too. I, I just can't trust Some week, Flacco's got to go back to pumpkin mode. So at some point, it just has to happen. I can't get it out of my head. I know Adam's a believer and he's all the way back in, but I just, I've seen him play bad so many times. What is pumpkin
2: mode, dude? He didn't didn't even have a game like that last year. Like he was fine
0: last year. I mean, I've seen him play bad a lot of times. Like that's my concern.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I prefer the Browns. Um, I watched the Jets play the Commanders, and that is, the worst defense in the league um, by far and they couldn't score a point in the second half and this is like going from a high school defense to an NFL defense when you're going from the commanders to the Browns so um, I don't expect the Jets to be able to score points and I think Flacco is smart enough to understand that in this type of game he won't have to be the star of the show and I think they can win it pretty handily. Similar idea to what we saw at Miami against the Jets.
0: I'm still voting Jets. I'll stick Jets. I think this is the okay. right side. Let's believe in the sim dog. Let's ride it out with the sim there. You know, renewed confidence. Oh, and this is a question for you because obviously this week we got the Joe Douglas safe, Robert Sala safe. Um how are you <laughs> feeling about that?
1: I feel like it's hard it's hard to evaluate a coach when they just don't have a competent quarterback. I think you, you give him a shot with a good quarterback, and then if it doesn't work out, then you move on. But um, I think Joe Douglas and Sella have constructed a good defense. And I don't know if he's a great coach or a bad coach. I just don't think you've we've seen what he could do yet.
0: So you're in favor of, of rolling it back?
1: Yeah. I don't think it's really productive to fire
0: my only debate to that would be at this point. I feel like you say we don't know what we have because he doesn't have the competent quarterback, and I understand that. I do agree to an extent, but at the same time, it's like wouldn't sh- shouldn't we be able to tell at least a little bit if he's if he's good or not? He's had three years there. Like the, I know they had some signs of it last year, but it's, there's never really been a prolonged period I've felt like where they've reached a consistent level of play like it's been wild fluctuations up and down and I know that relates to the quarterback a little bit but you'd think you know in three years we'd have a little bit of a read on this and I if he was really good and that's that would be my concern I I wouldn't have done this I wouldn't have guaranteed his safety or the GM's safety particularly the GM because obviously we disagree with how far they bent to make Aaron Rodgers happy
1: I think there's something to be said about stability as well but I understand what you're saying
0: yeah, Saturday night. This is a good one. I'm actually very excited for this. Detroit Lions, Dallas Cowboys. Um, Adam, let's go to you. This is your team, obviously. Minus five and a half. How are you holding up over there? You said you liked him in this one.
2: I don't know. This game is kind of a hard read because neither team, I don't think, really cares about the result because they're both pretty much locked into their playoff position already. So, I mean, it's kind of just a game for pride. Hashtag one pride. But um, I don't know. I, I I prefer the Cowboys. I think Tyron Smith is coming back. Um, I don't know about Hankins, but I think Hankins. at home, coming off a tough road loss, it'll be nice. It'll be a a good bounce back, and I think they can uh, they can take care of the Lions' defense pretty handily. Mm, no, I think I like the the Cowboys. Just just if nothing else, for the fact that they're at home.
0: Yeah. There seemed to be a different team at home, and I I don't I like I like you guys's because I thought the Lions this whole time were kind of frauds, but last week I don't know that showed me something when in Minnesota I know it was against Nick Mullen, uh, but I'm I'm down with the idea that they're kind of a fluctuating team, so I could see this being another peak for them. But at, I like Dallas. I like you guys say Dallas I mean, has more to play for at this point.
2: Did the Lions win last week really make you feel better about the Lions? Like, wasn't that, like, a almost-lose, like, thank God Nick Mullins threw it right to our DB to end the game type situation?
0: Well, it was a bit a bit of a contrast with Justin Jefferson just carrying. I did text Tony to join us during this segment. Um, we had it all lined up 45 minutes ago. He said he was going to be home. It was really good. It was actually a marvelous plan on my part. I sent him the we're starting right now, and then he said heat dude big traffic tell the pod i'll see him at super bowl so he (laughs) don't not make it for the cowboys lions preview but um i'm sure he'll be delighted to know that we all picked a cowboys sweep so tough um sunday night i don't really love packers at vikings all that much but it's a decent game. It's a true, like, you got to win or you're out. So that's somewhat interesting. Game's a little murky because we don't know who Minnesota's starting. Um, who would you start out of that three-pack of ass, Owen?
1: I mean, Mullins, I think, looked fine to me. I don't.
0: I think he's a little bit really?
1: of... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think it really makes a big difference. I do, I do think he's big playability that I, I haven't really seen from the other quarterbacks.
2: I disagree. I think uh, I've seen the big playability from Mr. Joshua. Um, and we benched him because of one breakdown on Monday night or whatever.
0: No, like, no, you're gonna be- <laughs> We benched him because he put up zero on the raid, which the Raiders low key the defense actually that's aging better. That it doesn't it's still not great to get shut out, but it's yeah, aging I, I
2: think he has the most potential and he can kind of play out of uh what's off script like he can make some plays off script um he's mobile which i kind of like from a bad quarterback like if you're going to be bad at least be able to scramble a little on the game i i know owen said he likes the vikings i just i think i'll take the team with a little more uh a little more juice in the quarterback position
0: i like the vikes at home i think they're just i think the packer defense is too far gone i did love this Jair Alexander story is really like, <laughs> Oh, he's, is he playing? No, a team su- suspended, suspended. De- That's so raw conduct detrimental to the team, which if anybody out there hasn't seen that interview <laughs> after the game, it is one of the great interviews I think I've ever seen where he's like, I guess the story is he he's from Charlotte and he's not a captain yeah
2: coach don't know i'm from charlotte so were you supposed to be a captain because the team announces the three game captains and you were the fourth and you called a toss what happened there
0: oh yeah i mean you know it's only suit and you know i don't think coach knew i was from charlotte you know so 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 you just did that on your own i mean i mean you know i mean it was like a you know the guys backed me up you know so they they knew i was from here
2: did you realize you almost made a big mistake on the call though What'd I do? Well, you said we want to go on defense. Yeah. Which in theory could
1: they could have said, then you're electing to kick to to uh,
0: kick off, which you would have lost the opportunity then yeah. to receive in the second half. Yeah. No. I told yeah. them that. Uh, I said uh, I want I want our defense to be out there, and they all looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, I mean, it's pretty simple what I said. Like, I want the defense to be out there. They like you mean defer? I'm like, yeah, I guess. Did
1: he, did he say that to you?
0: Yeah, he did. The mic, the mic was on. Oh, thinking. was? Yeah, he, he heard you. Hear that, yeah. Oh, really? No, he was just like, defer. I was like, yeah. Everybody was like, yeah. Everybody was laughing. I'm like, what are y'all laughing at? Like, it's
2: pretty obvious what I'm asking for.
0: So, did anyone say anything to you when you got back to the no. sideline? Why would they? Greater point being, I don't understand why you're, when you're struggling this hard, why you just suspend like the most impactful player on your defense I know maybe he hasn't been as great recently but I mean why are we suspending this guy for going out for the coin toss that seems pretty harsh
2: I mean I kind of like it um it kind of adds to my it's like you know it's like the coach going like no one is bigger than the team like if we're gonna win on Sunday night we have to like play as we have to be in this together and like he's kind of sending that message by saying look this guy might be one of our best players on defense but no one's bigger than the team like next man up needs to step up and i kind of like it like as long as you're not suspending Mahomes, i'm down for that move like i don't care how good you are like you need to act the same way the rest of these guys do
0: i think they kind of need him, dude i don't know
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why uh, to me it didn't seem that egregious like i understand that in theory it is and it could have had could
2: have been a lot worse but well it's it's like disrespectful to your coach and your team it's like, oh, coach doesn't know I'm from Charlotte. He didn't pick me as a captain, but I'm gonna go up and do the coin toss. It's about me. It's the Jair show.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I hate three-word Owen, dude. No, that does
1: I get what I get what you're saying. Owen's timid today, dude. I he scared is. him off at the start. Owen, I'm sorry. He is dude. No, it's good. I don't want to uh, like offend anybody or hurt anybody's feelings. No, I I, this is
0: not what I want to see, dude. I want untamed Owen, dude. I want to let him out his cage. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I like walking
1: freely, but I don't want—I don't want to ruin any friendships. That's not what I want to do.
0: Owen, Owen, guy, let's oh, go. Well, don't Always. say that to me. Don't say Owen oh, to me. We need you to come out your cage, dude. We got a big second half here.
1: Yeah, well, i, I just don't want to, you know. Owen, oh, it's more fun. I don't want to ruin anybody's. I don't want like to don't ruin anybody's friendship. That's not what I want. That's not what I do. What I do this, you know. So, what are we gonna do? Well, I mean, I think Adam has has a point to an extent. There's, I could probably be more um, submissive. We don't want. I don't want submissive. I'm on the other <laughs> end. Well, I think there's going to have to be a compromise.
0: Hmm. Okay, I'm not compromising. I okay.
1: think you're being too
2: submissive. Maybe. Okay, I'll try and find a balance. <laughs> no, I don't. You can just go back to your normal ways. I think it's more fun.
0: What can we do to mend this fence?
2: Yeah, this is this needs to be resolved.
0: It does. We need to. Hash I don't feel this like we've come right to a now. good
2: resolution here. I think you just need to watch about time.
0: Let's see you think that would solve it. That yeah. is a really that would be a big gesture. That I would... think that would be
2: a good resolution. Okay, I'll watch. Even if you I'll don't watch like it, about time tonight.
0: Okay, what if we all got together and watched it tonight? How about that? No, let's sure. watch
1: something else.
0: No, no. Well,
1: then I can't watch about time.
0: Well, I, you can watch it another think, time. What if we watch two movies tonight? What if we watch no. About Time and then no, we watch no. another one?
1: <laughs> I'm
2: out.
1: Uh, I can I watch say About say we time. just watch another movie. Tonight. Or we can watch another movie, but then... Okay, I, I have to watch it. I'll watch it before the next show. Okay.
2: You, we don't need to put a deadline on
0: it. No, that's a great... Adam, don't... Well, it has don't, been,
2: it's been quite a while.
0: Yeah. Adam, accept this olive branch he's offering you. He's saying we can mend this fence and this relationship if... We watch if I watch about time by next week because we don't even have a show on Sunday. We, we're pre-recording that, so he's he's got a whole week to watch it. This will be mended if you accept that offer. Yeah.
2: Well, do I want, just want. Do you want, want me to watch something? No, no, no. Well, you've watched. I feel like you've watched everything. Well, let me part. watch. You know, we can do like a like a handshake. Like, let me watch one of yours.
0: Hmm. Mm. Give well,
2: him, I feel like I don't really need
0: that. Give him. Well, give him both. Like, I haven't I really
1: been the one wronged here. Hmm. Me neither. Okay, so that's good.
0: Mediator mode. I think Adam needs to accept Owen's apology instead of forcing in a new. I'm gonna. I'm the bigger guy. I'm gonna take a movie back too. It doesn't
1: need to be. It doesn't need to be tit for tat. It can just be tit. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Let's just do a tit. Let's just do tit. (laughs) Okay. Done. So are we are we on the mend here? Good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. If it
1: get if if it does get you know. If if I encroach in any sort of way, let me know before okay. it gets you know before it festers. Because I don't want you. Know, I don't want resentment between okay. anybody. There's no resentment. I do what I do. There was never any resentment.
2: There well, was no resentment.
1: See, at least it seemed that way. Whether there was or wasn't, I brought it up poorly. No, it was good. It was probably clearly there was something that needed to be brought up. So I it's was good, whether it was correct or not. It's good that it. It's good that it was aired.
0: Well, okay. I'm gonna jump in Phil's show, taking some accountability. I could have done a better job too. I didn't have to bring that up. I, I could have left it be. I I was a little bit exploitative in that situation. No, no, no it was I good. Apologized. It was it,
1: it was good to be brought up. Now I don't know how much of that needed to be needs to be, you know,
0: included in the final part of the show. <laughs> okay, well here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> The first 20 minutes was pretty low energy. So what if we just erase the first 20 minutes and then let the people know that nothing exciting was happening in the first 20 minutes because there was a bit of a misstep in in the build up to the show. Let's go. Owen sat up a little bit. I like this. Oh, good. Yes, that's good. Good. Okay. So then we get to do the helmets over again like we didn't do it the first time.
1: That's fine. But here, we have to agree on, so I'll watch about time. That'll okay. be my tip. Mm-hmm. And then, but then Adam, you have to, if, if, if there's something I say or do, it gets on your nerves. Just, just let me know. Sure. Okay. Okay. Same for that'll you, be so... our, that'll be our tip for tat. Yeah.
0: Look at this. So do we want to take the, do we want yeah. to take the Vikings? Is that what we're doing?
1: I like the Vikings.
0: Okay. I like the sure. Vikings too.
1: <laughs> me too.
0: Love it. Three guys on the Vikings. Three guys who love the Vikings. Now, so that gives us the New York Jets, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Minnesota Vikings. Look at it, another olive branch. Jets, Cowboys weekend. A little. Of, can you say triangle of symmetry? I like that. Locks, give me something, Owen. I
1: I, I like the uh, I like the Raiders plus three and a half. I saw something on Sunday um, that I didn't think I would ever see. Very competent Raider defense so competent that they didn't need Aiden O'Connell to do anything, really. It felt to me like they were running the ball so well that it wasn't a situation where, you know, they have Kendall Hinton back there and they can't pass. Uh, (laughs) It was more, felt to me like a situation where they were running the ball so well, like even at the end of the game, you know, they had like three, like 20-yard runs in a row and then they were just, the game was over. So I think they ran the ball quite well. Like I've seen enough from Aiden O'Connell, like, you know, I know he's not a game-breaking passer, but I feel like I feel like what his number is called, he's he's maybe you know around average, maybe.
0: <laughs> There's a chance he's he could yeah. be average. Okay, I hmm. Here's where I go on this. My walk was the Colts. I'm just gonna come out and say that now. Hmm. Due to the connection that we just established in the last ten minutes, I think I'm gonna forego and and I'm gonna join you on the <laughs> Raiders. I think that's what <laughs> you I'm gonna do, do. Do love the Colts? I What's do? Adams lean I do. here? Yeah.
2: I mean, I think I prefer the Raiders. I I don't know. Like Phil had me on the Colts bandwagon last week and I even picked them against my Falcons and I was very
0: disappointed. As was I. And, you know, if it was still the Phil show, I would say I was the first one to bail on the Colts too. Remember you guys all got in and I said they should go back to Unserious um, because I was out. But having said that, I think this is a classic, oh, did you see the Raiders on Christmas? Everybody likes the Raiders, likes the Raiders. Colts still better, See, still eight and six, still win.
2: That's the logic I used this past week where it's like, oh, the Raiders just won sixty-three to fourteen or something. Like, obviously they're gonna lose to the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Yeah, I also think like it's it's not as if I mean there are some guys that are different, but I think one of the best things Antonio Pierce did was it seemed like he like he he got some buy-in. Like there really wasn't a lot of buy-in before, and it seems like guys now they really care about winning and they care about doing the 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 right things to get there the Raider way like that's why he got that's why he got Marcus Peters out of there and Jack Jones in and that's why you know he's he's uh he's got the the defense playing like the best they've ever played so I think that there actually is something to to at least as far as I can see there is something to to him being a good coach and being at least a good leader of men I agree
0: would you keep him the rest like would you give him a contract
1: I mean, here's the other thing too. I think we've talked about this on the show, but I think that some of the best coaches, unless you're getting like a McVeigh or Shanahan or like one of those guys, I think some of the best coaches are like the the leaders. And then you get really good coordinators and people like that in the building. And then you have your your head coach be just a really good strength and conditioning coach. That's what you need. Like a a guy that can whip the guys up.
0: Yeah, I kind of agree with this. And no greater evidence than the Chargers on Saturday where GIF... Is just, I mean, watching that guy running run, run down the sidelines is electrifying. I kind of like the Chargers this week, just out of gift principles alone, just because, like you say, strength and conditioning get the boys fired up. So yes, okay, I can, I can be, I can be convinced to take the Raiders. I can, I can flip on that unless Adam sees the Colts and can make a, and that was his lean. But I can find another lock because I feel okay with the Raiders.
1: I can also propose an alternative. Well, I haven't.
2: Uh, let's go out. Let's let's get okay. To go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think my favorite pick, as of right now, is is Carolina plus six and a half in Jacksonville. There's always this uh this narrative that happens where it's like, oh, this team has nothing to play for. Like, um, Jacksonville is fighting for their playoff lives, and Carolina doesn't care about win or loss. So, like, take Jackson. And I think that narrative is pretty easy to fade and generally does well. So that's kind of my strategy going into the last couple of weeks, just sharing that with the, with the listeners. Um, but we saw Bryce young against a bad defense last week and uh, he dodged them up. And I think he can do the same against this Jacksonville defense. That isn't very good. Um, and I think Carolina has kind of been, uh, I don't want to say they've been clicking the past couple of weeks, but they're playing better than they were in the past. Yeah. I don't think Jacksonville looks good with some of their significant receiver injuries. They, they just, it's kind of like a Chiefs receiver situation over there right now.
0: Calvin Ridley's just bad. Like, he's just not a difference maker. He's
2: just not a number
0: one. I don't think he's even a number two.
2: Well, you'd take him on the Steelers.
0: Yeah, well, I'd take... I would
2: th- love him on the Cowboys.
0: I'd take the Stampeders receiver room on the Steelers. <laughs> They're probably better behaved than the Steelers ones. Do you think Christian Kirk's a number one? Yeah, I do. I like him. I do him. too. Yeah, I, think, I like him yeah. too. We it, were wrong on him. Their sure. team's good. It, it just, you know, his ball exploded, it, literally. And Trevor Lawrence, I mean, the guy's a walking Big Ben right now. He's got like seven injuries, and he just keeps playing. I, I And, you know, we can have the Trevor Lawrence fraud debate at a different time. I would certainly side in, that's, uh, in that way. But, you know, I understand that I would get some backlash for that. Maybe I'm just a hater. But I do still lean Jags in this game all all biases aside
2: that's fair i think you have a a scarred history with the panthers
0: i do except i was on them this week that was okay what do you guys
1: think of the bucks minus two and a half seems like a lot of the public's on
2: the saints uh that's a game i just wouldn't want to touch yeah i think that i think that whole situation is you remember the saints win streak against the bucks or whatever where they won like 20 in a row or something Oh yeah, And then Brady came and finally beat the Saints once, but he still lost to them like five times or something.
0: Yeah, they got a good record against him. And I I hate to say it because he's our guy, uh, or at least he's my guy, but the Baker cycle, if it's still around, this is usually the point where it turns. So I have some reservations.
1: So this is a big game for the – has the cycle been broken there, Dev?
0: Yeah, it is. It's huge because yeah. this would be like three wins in a row, two of hmm. them against divisional opponents, and this would seal up the division pretty much. Well, win here.
2: I don't want to say I trust Derek Carr, but who do you <laughs> – actually, that's a bad question. <laughs> I was going to say who do you – because this is like a playoff game. It right? is. It's it like is. Whoever wins basically wins the division. And who do you trust more in a playoff game? Is it Todd Bowles and Baker Mayfield or is it Derek Carr and the Saints? <laughs> And I mean, maybe just the logo of the Saints made, makes me want to trust them more. I just feel like as an organization, they're they're better built for this. Uh,
0: I think you got as good of a chance betting on, like, the color of the sunrise is hitting the right side of this game. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know.
2: I think an alternative suggestion that um, I could throw out there, even though Phil hasn't done his yet. Sorry, Phil. No, it was the Colts. Um, it was the Colts. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. Um, San Francisco minus 13 and a half coming off a Sunday night loss. Um, the Washington commander's worst defense in the league. Yeah. Thoughts?
0: I got no problems. Classic Brock Purdy put up the stats game. Mm,
1: I, yeah. I think I like them too. Although the, the one thing that scares me is it seems like a lot of the public's on the Niners, but yeah, that's every they, week now. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It seems like they, that's like just every Niners game. The public loves the Niners because they're always favorites. Yeah. And the commanders are terrible. I
2: I remember Owen had this theory earlier in the year, which I think kind of applies here. It's like, what exactly do you want Vegas to do? Like, what are they supposed to do with the spread? They're not going to make it 24 and a half or whatever. So they have to make it, you know, they have to make it a number that you would still click. So I think that's why this is 13 and a half. Like realistically, this should be like 24 points.
0: Yeah. Okay, I I like that one too. I got no problems with that. The commanders. This is a classic. Quit on the coach. They they've just stopped trying and caring. Um, but I
2: also did say I would fade that narrative this week, which is <laughs> heat.
0: Well, we gotta t- let's get the Niners <laughs> in as one because we can't agree on anything else. I would okay. float out the Seahawks against the Steelers. I think the Seahawks. Really, are, I
2: was going to suggest that. I thought you
0: would hate. The Seahawks are just better than the Steelers, and they're at home. And they need the wins and the Steelers also need the wins, but they're not good enough to extract wins. So I like the Seahawks there.
2: Yeah. And they're a different team at home. hundred percent. Adam, can I ask you a
1: personal corner? Mm. Yeah. I mean, the fans know about our picks league. You're, you're, we're kind of getting to the the final stretch. Let's go. Um, and you're kind of in the spot similar to where I was last year where you're. I'm in um, second. Yeah. Yeah. how, like, what's your thought process at this point in the year?
2: Yeah. So, um, I mean thank you i appreciate you know the the respect and the shout out um <laughs> i mean I, I feel like i had a system going that i kind of just want to keep going and i think it's been pretty consistent for me um i might i don't know i, I was actually going to reach out to you for advice because you were in a similar situation i
1: mostly just stuck to my strategy because it worked well but in games where i where i wasn't super sure like if there was Well, not just that, but like if there are games that had a lot of the public going one way, I would bet those games because I was okay getting those ones wrong, but I was not okay getting them. Or sorry, I was, yeah, I was okay getting them wrong, but I was not okay getting them wrong if I picked the other way, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you, if it's like 90% one team and 10% the other team, everyone in the league is going to take that one team. Yeah. And then if you take the underdog and it doesn't hit, it hurts you way more than if you'd Picked the the favorite and then missed it, right? Because yeah, everybody's so that's what I was boat. thinking.
2: It's like if I'm either way, I should pick the team that he's going to pick so that I don't yeah. fall further behind. Yes,
0: yeah, I yeah. think I think that's right.
1: It's a bit tough too because you're balancing like like do I keep my strategy going because it's because it's worked so well thus far, um, or there's obviously you can switch, but then you run the risk of maybe. You maybe like it's not something you've really tried if you're less comfortable with it so like if you park the bus there you give them you, you maybe you know you're gonna you know, lose some edge that you had
2: so mm-hmm. anyways
0: yes so what do we want to do the second lock were we doing raiders seahawks what do you think of seahawks owen
2: uh i like
1: the seahawks i don't really have a strong lean on this game to be honest though yeah so i don't really mind it one way or another
0: okay Let's do it. I mean, I
2: like the Raiders. I like the Seahawks. So up to you, Phil.
0: Seahawks. I like the Raiders. I like the Colts. I'd like to take the Colts. Let's go with the Seahawks. So we've taken, in total, we've got Jets plus 6.5, Dallas minus 5.5, Vikings minus 1.5, Seahawks minus 3.5, and and, uh, Niners minus 13.5. Done. Dusted. Five games. No Monday Night Football. I don't think there's one the rest of the season. This is the last Thursday night game. It's also the last Saturday night game. So it's all ending. And that makes me sad. But playoffs will be good. So do we get Joe and Aikman? No. If there's no Monday night? I think they do Saturday night. I think they do uh, Lions-Cowboys. Oh, bet. Yeah. I could be wrong. But we did do the helmets. But it required therapy. So... Let's just run over what we did again. We've decided that the elite zone is now San Francisco and Baltimore. That's it. It's done. Um, The good zone. We've decided that that will now be Buffalo, Kansas City, Philadelphia, and Miami coming up. Adam, we didn't get your comment on the Cowboys-Dolphins game. You said you can't have a take from that game, which I disagree with. I believe I can.
2: You can have a take on any game, but, you know, normally when you watch a game like this cowboys dolphins like there's a lot there's normally a lot of Dak discourse a lot of there's normally a lot of cowboys discourse um and i think this is a game you can watch and there's not really much you can take away about the cowboys like sure you can make like these obscure like random comments like but i don't know from watching the game there one thing goes the other way and it's a different result you know tony pollard runs to the pylon instead of trying to chuck the guy and it's a different game right
0: yeah, I disagree. I thought da- my respect for Dallas and Miami went up. Uh, the Dallas drive to take the lead was one of Dak's best drives I've ever seen him have late in a game. And Miami, I think they are better than I gave them credit for. I would still put them at the lowest in good just because I do feel like two o without Tyreek is extremely, extremely problematic. And I know... Jalen Waddle's been super in and out of the lineup. Now he's got the high ankle sprain. I just as long as they have Tyreek, you kind of have to rate them differently, with the expectation that he'll be there yeah. because on that last drive, I mean, he won them the game pretty much. I
2: mean, why do you have to rate Tua without Tyreek if he has Tyreek? Like that's kind of rude.
0: Well, Tyreek's been in and out. I consider them more or less equal to Dallas. Yeah, right?
2: I, I think they're about the same. I think I think Dallas is still better personally. What do you like,
0: What did you
1: think about? Miami's defense, because that was like one of the parts, the units of the game that impressed me the most. There was like one drive I remember watching, um, where Dak probably scrambled on six straight dropbacks just because there was nobody open downfield, which was like surprising because I mean I feel like they've got a lot of guys, like maybe big names on defense, but they're quite old. Like X is pretty old, Ramsey's pretty old, but it seems like they just are routing into form at the right time. So I was really yeah. that was
2: that really blew me away. I mean, Dak, he likes the move after his like, first or second read normally, and I think that was emphasized in that game because we were missing like two starting linemen, and there was pressure pretty quick. So I don't know how much I can say about Miami. He, like, it didn't really impress me. To me, it was more so an issue of like the left tackle forgot to block the guy right in front of him, so now Dak has to run away.
0: That clip was heat, but at the same time, you're watching through the Cowboys' lens. I... I... I agree, I, am. I agree with Owen. Yeah. I think it, Chubb and uh, Christian Wilkins were back there pretty frequently. And I don't, pretty don't think quickly. Chubb
2: is going to look like that for the rest of the year. No offense, to Chubb.
0: Yeah, and if they had Jalen Phillips though, who, who tore his Achilles against oh, the yeah. Jets, I mean, they would. Yeah,
2: they've been turning They've been turned up the heat the past few weeks. So I do. I do respect Miami.
0: Yeah, I do too. I I, I think my respect for them, but went I mean, up heavily,
2: people are also like, oh, like. I, you know, people do like the game recap. It's like Miami's defense, 20 points allowed, one forced fumble. And it's like, I don't know if you guys remember what the fumble was. But oh, it's I do. Like a, it's a failed handoff like on the it. goal line. Yeah. that And that's also a seven-point uh, swing, right? It's like, I don't know if you credit Miami's defense with that. It's just like a were lucky. You, were you okay with that play call? Or were you uh, a little bit upset? I mean, I... I I don't really know what the play call should be on first and goal from the one, because I don't think it's handed off to Tony Pollard. I don't think he's good. I think it's handed off to Rico Dowdle, personally, or like throw a Dispond. slant to see yeah, Lamb or DV. something. D.V. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean Tony Pollard's not scoring from the one, and I don't know why we're pulling in the fullback that has like two carries all year for that.
0: Yeah, that was heat. That was just a heat decision because. <laughs>
2: I don't think it'll happen again after that.
0: Yeah, probably not. But no, you know, Big Mike could, could short circuit again, come playoffs. That's the joy of Big Mike. Who knows? Yeah. It's possible. Um, but I think we would all say, and I said this in the first rendition that required therapy. There is one team to me in the good zone that I think could make the Super Bowl, but you guys don't see it. I think it's Buffalo. I'm not scared off by the Charger result. They're to me the best and good. Adam's got Dallas as the best and good. Do you have one that you like? To maybe nip off Baltimore or San Francisco, who are pretty obviously the favorites on. So, do you have one out of good that you think could? Or do you think it's I mean, real, two horse?
1: Realistically, I would say no. Like I I don't think there's anybody that's on that level. If there were, if there was going to be um one that was going to come up from that second tier to challenge somebody in the top tier, I mean, I think a lot of them have some flaws that I can't look past. Like that I, I just can't trust Detroit's defense um i i as much as I, I like what miami's doing i think Tua um is a cut below a lot of the quarterbacks and and it every so much depends on Tyreek Hill that there's some risks there i suppose if if i were to choose one um it would be between dallas or buffalo and i'd probably lean buffalo just because they've been they seem to be trending it, it, towards playing better a lot this, over the back half of the season and i like the way that Josh Allen has played this year and you know I I just think he's probably the best of the bunch as far as quarterbacks goes, obviously outside of Patrick
2: Mahomes, but um, yeah, I would
1: probably choose them. But again, I don't think they're in that, in that category.
2: Yeah. And and I don't think Dallas is, is close to them for the record. I like, I think they're the third best, but the fact is they still have to beat San Francisco to get to the Super Bowl, And that's, I think that's their bigger problem. I think they'd have a harder time beating San Francisco than anyone in the AFC.
1: Yeah, and, and Kansas City's really they've been worried me, worrying me for a while and I keep, you know, thinking, well, this is we've seen this before, they'll figure it out. But I just think based on Mahomes' body language over the past three weeks, it seems like you know, in the past he's maybe been a bit more calm and collected because he knows that it's regular season, we can figure this out. But it seems to me that he's at least somewhat realizing that the team that he has is just not gonna get him where he needs to go. Kelsey looks uh, like a shell of himself. And that tantrum he had on the sideline
2: was
0: spray cringe. Extremely. Extremely yeah. cringe.
2: I heard a stat that uh, out of the 128 games that Mahomes has played for Kansas City, uh, that game ranked 128th in EPA uh, per drive for the Kansas City offense. That was the, the worst offensive performance since Mahomes has been there. And the bottom five were all this season.
0: Yeah, that's, they don't, and it's funny because, like you said, the whole time, because I, you know, we've been sort of on here for a few months saying the receivers are a big problem, look at the, look at the production of the receivers, all he has is Kelsey, every team has the same game plan, put two on him, but I know Owen was saying early, like, and this is what's befuddling to me, look at the receivers last year, like, it's not that much different I don't know wh- wh- how to explain that because it isn't that much different. If anything, to me, Rasheed Rice might be better than Juju, but it just seems yeah. like it. It just seems like maybe it's Kelsey losing a step, and that's it. Or because I honestly, I don't want to absolve Mahomes anymore entirely because that was the worst he's looked against the Raiders. He was missing guys too. It's not only the receivers anymore. Because I mean, he had a couple like that one to Rice over the middle where Mahomes was mad at him, but Mahomes missed him. Like that was a miss
1: yeah i i was listening to the radio today just like talk sports radio and they were saying that the the, whoever the hosts were were saying that they were like juju last year like took so much attention off kelsey like (laughs) a guy like that is must be missed so much and i just thought that was a little silly i think honestly um you know phil 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 kind of nailed it in our text this week and really the way i look at it is like it's either quarterback coach or owner, and maybe you can throw in receivers in there too. And so, like, obviously the receivers are an issue, but like outside of that, I think Mahomes obviously has proven he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So I look at like maybe Matt Matt Nagy is the problem. Yeah. Like that that's the only thing that's changed from this year to last year. Um and I can't really tell you how much has changed as far wasn't as the, he product last the
0: field year? or the the play design. Well, he wasn't calling plays last year, though. Yeah. Oh, he's calling plays. Yeah. And he's a moron. He's a, he's a confirmed moron. So oh, yeah. I did
2: not know he was con plays.
0: Yeah. So I think that is probably the biggest concern. You're right. I, that one, sort of <laughs> that one sort of oh, evaded me, I but thought yeah.
2: he was still the QB coach.
0: No, no. BNM like, gone. Seen? Of course. So he took, he stepped in. He's, he's working it, dude. One of the heatest guys to have on the sideline.
2: I mean, he made Mitch Trubisky look good.
0: He did. a. He made a lot of people look bad though. He made a lot <laughs> of people look bad. Very, very bad. So I don't know if I'm going Did to. Do we think Eberflus
1: is good?
0: Unrelated, no? Yeah. Unre- unrelated, I'm kind of, you know, I, I don't think he's done enough to stay, but the defense is really good. And that's kind of his calling card, right? So I, I would understand if they brought back him and then hired like a really good offensive coordinator. Like if they could do that, I think that's probably their preferred destination. But I would imagine still he hasn't done enough to save his job. He lost like 16 games in a row. Went yeah. on a, he went on a Pistons dude, and and he's still employed.
1: So so Phil, how much of or uh, Phil and Alex, how much of the?
0: Oh, Alex isn't here. Sorry, he...
1: Phil and Adam. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, long day. Um, how much of the uh, of Kansas City's issues would you like as a percentage? Would you allocate to Mahomes? Just out of curiosity. Oh, zero percent.
0: Yeah. I don't know. If, mine's like zero? A, mine's like five, ten percent. Cause he just hasn't looked okay. he hasn't looked like his usual self to me. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, right. okay. I think that's fair. Obviously it's not all his fault, you know. And Eagles, look, they just I mean, they don't even resemble the team that they were a year ago at this time. They don't they don't have nearly the same pizzazz. Um, I understand last year they were playing a much easier schedule and they've been playing difficult teams, but they I mean the the fact they couldn't pull away from uh devito and and tyrod was very heat and i the second half kickoff was one of the funniest things i think i've ever seen where the guy just caused his own guy to fumble at his 10 that was a sick play to watch so i boston scott was heat in that game to be fair like the fact that they are like they believe that like oh against the giants like we got to use boston scott still like it's no you can change your running back and at the last,
1: the like the last, it was either, I think, a, I think it was a punt or no, it might have even been a kickoff. He like fair caught it at like the two. <laughs> it was like the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. It was so stupid.
0: Uh, the Christmas Day football did kind of blow up the NBA spot. It was, it was sick. I think I got a lot of enjoyment out of that. It was, uh, maybe they just take it over. But anyway. Yeah.
1: Also, I want to say two, one more thing on the Eagles. Uh, I kind of love watching them play just because there's always big play potential like like the, there's the Drew Lock game and then the game on Christmas I was like well the, this is over And then Tyrod Taylor just throws it. And Darius Slayton has like 10 yards of separation (laughs) on whoever his receiver is. And he just goes for 70 yards. It's like the the other team is never out of the game as long as they have guys that can run below like a (laughs) 4-5.
2: Just to spread a little bit of hate here, um, Jalen Hurts is kind of reminding me of prime Jameis Winston this season. Like, I think that's part of like the fun in watching the Eagles because he throws a bomb. It's either an 80-yard touchdown to A.J. Brown or an interception coming the other way. So, I mean, I'm kind of enjoying it too.
0: Yeah, and every time, well, he has he has good meme potential too because anytime he does something bad, you go online and it's the guy going to Target with the, with the <laughs> Dior Sauvage or it's the video when it's like Jalen Hurts when his teammates get tackled at the one and it's just him making all those faces. Um, really good Twitter guy just to, just to uh, watch the game with that attached to you, so I'm with you. It's, I'm getting a lot of enjoyment out of the Eagles games as well. We also decided the Browns are coming up to good. Um, I'm sort of a doubter, but at this point, you can't deny it. Ten and five, and they've been stacking some pretty competitive wins. And
2: coach of the year thoughts, Phil?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would still go with uh, Shanahan. Yeah, I think you got to well, go. He Shanahan. doesn't count.
2: If it was like best coach, then yeah, Shanahan. But of the actual candidates, yeah, can't be D'Amico Ryan's really anymore.
0: No, can't be D'Amico Ryan's.
1: I I can't lie, I'm a Shane Steichen guy but it's not looking good. It's been heat.
0: It yeah. has been. I mean, dayball back to back, maybe, you know, it just, just create a dynasty. I don't know. Just a couple ideas. But yeah, no, I, I'm with you. You got to say that uh, Stefanski would be my my choice right now. McVeigh, you can make a case for too. But again, he's a Shanahan type every year. Always good. Uh, what the f-
1: are the odds right now? Do you know? Let me check. Oh, also, okay. Adam, do you still have your Lamar slip?
0: Well, well, it's less than it once was. It's less than it was, but yeah. Really? Isn't it, he's the favorite now though? Right. Yeah, I mean, so
2: I had he originally made a, he I made put a mistake. in a Lamar slip when uh, he was like plus twenty three or whatever, plus twenty three hundred, plus sixteen hundred, and then I put in a Doc slip when he was plus twenty five hundred, and then Doc looked like he was gonna win MVP, so I cashed out my Lamar for a Doc, um, and then after the DAC odds moved down to like plus minus 300 I cashed that out for Lamar so right now I have a Lamar slip for like 20 to make 120 or something so it's still pretty good yeah that's not bad it's not like the 20 to make 300 it was going to be at first yeah that's but but I was that was kind of my bet uh going into this week I was like just bet Lamar MVP if you think the Ravens are going to win so that's what I did
0: uh, the favorite is Stefanski, but not far behind is Dan Campbell. And uh, Mike, yeah. Mike McDaniels at three, in case you were wondering. Stike in wow. at four, D'Amico at five. So I'm actually hoping for Dan. I'm pulling for Dan because that's been a great sure. turnaround. So uh, Stefanski's won before, but obviously he's done a great job. You got to give him some respect. They've had a lot of injuries. So giving them the benefit of the doubt. Moving I guess them it up. would be
2: Dan, actually.
0: Yeah. I think you got to say Dan's Dan's. So that's their impressive.
2: first. Oh, man first win ever of the nfc north
0: yes because it was the central until like 1995 i want to say it used to be central west and east i think
1: wow dan's speech is going to be must see tv i feel like yeah
0: if he wins it will oh, wow he'd probably be sobbing on the stage or he just dude i would probably kelsey gronk spike it dude because he doesn't care he <laughs> wants the big thing so yeah that would be sick, too. Uh, the only mover we wanted out of the frisk... Well, actually, no. We moved two teams into the frisk from the good, the Jags and the Texans. Uh, Texans, obviously, hoping to gets Stroud back this week. We were, we think that when they have him, they're good, but, I mean, it's just hard at this point to to say because they're really facing an uphill climb to get to the playoffs, and you can't really know what they're going to look like when they get back. So I think we're just going better safe than sorry, putting them down. The Jags, I think the Jags are cooked. I think they're just... They they peaked too quick. What were they eight and four, three straight now? I I don't see them making the playoffs. Too many injuries, too much, you know, underwhelming play on both sides of the ball. And I'd say Peterson would be on the hot seat, to be honest. Yeah.
1: Great. Trevor Lawrence is uh disappointing. Yeah, because like uh, I mean I don't hate him. I think he'll be good, but it's a long, you know, he's he's got a very he's progressing very slow. Yeah. A lot slower than I would have hoped.
0: For a generational quarterback. Yeah, Yeah,
1: that's a long, you know, he's the treadmills on setting two right now.
0: Yeah, he's doing the better call Saul slow burn. It's like, maybe maybe we can ramp it up, dude. Let's get some more season to season improvement. Um, I'm with you. So we'll put them in the frisk. Denver going out, benching Russell Wilson. Um, I'm in on the move. I like Stidham. Owen likes Stidham. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I've got to say on the commanders, I thought Sam Howell wasn't the problem, but I think he might be the problem. Or a big part of it. Yeah. He's terrible.
0: Yeah. I'm going to have to agree. It's been two straight weeks where Jacoby Brissett came in and looked, like, substantially better. And that's just not something you want to be saying. So I kind of... I feel like he might have had his moment in the sun, which is heat.
2: Yep. Yeah. I think... uh, (laughs) I think this was the last straw this week.
0: At one point, I think he was 6 for 21 passing. Which... I mean against the Jets, I know the Jets are okay defensively. That's that's just not a spot you want to be in. 6 for 21. So, all right. I What do you
1: think you. of uh the the Steelers with Mason Rudolph Phil?
0: I think Mason Rudolph's much better than Mitch Trubisky, but I don't think it's enough to lift them out of poverty. Like even if they go 9 and 8, it has not the the overwhelming majority of the games have been poverty, even though they might finish with a winning record. I think you'd have to say that and no matter what happens these last few weeks, it's not enough to offset the first four months.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. I just ask because I I haven't really seen a lot of Mason Rudolph. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I mean. This is my first kind of exposure, I feel like.
0: <laughs> I hope that it's limited, to be honest, from what I remember about him. But he, he looked fine on Saturday. I just, I, I don't know. I remember when he dated Jeannie Bouchard. That was really like the apex of Mason Rudolph's career in my mind. Um, anyway, that pretty much does it. We didn't move the bucks up. Uh, no other traction. So that's the helmets that we already did, but we rehashed. Good stuff, everybody. Um, only other thing I wanted to say. Well, actually two things. The Pistons. I'm all in on the Pistons losing streak. They That game against the Nets was electric. It was like the NBA Finals, dude. They were both trying so hard because you don't want to lose to the Pistons and the Pistons are just desperate to win. The games are like unbelievable TV. I can't even lie. Like It was it is was it, fascinating.
2: Is it worth tuning in for their game against the Celtics or should I just wait for the next one?
0: It's against the Raptors on Saturday.
2: So should I just wait for that one?
0: Yeah. That's going to yeah. be a, a banger.
2: I'll yeah. We got to have a
1: cookie on. Or at least Alex will probably have a lot to say too.
0: Yeah, but well, he, I, I might go
1: to
2: Cookie's house to watch that one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Cookie is all in on the Pistons losing streak. He's been in on it for about three weeks. Um, every day I get a message when it's Pistons game day, which is also sick. Um, but Alex is, if for the people at home, he did text me. He says he's never been so sure of anything in his life than a Raptor loss on Saturday. He said he can he can almost guarantee it. So he thinks it's happening. I I want to see the Pistons win. I don't like, I'm, I'm, I feel bad for them because they're like, I feel really that
2: I don't know who it was. I'm guessing it's their like best player, but he, I watched one of his post game interviews and I kind of felt bad for him.
0: Oh, and he said they're not two and 27 bad or whatever. Yeah.
2: yeah and he's like, I try so hard or whatever. Yeah. Back to back. I love Cade.
0: He's so good. He, he was lighting up the nets.
1: I love him. I, I think, uh, I, I just think, I think the team seems pretty poorly coached to me in, yeah. the, in the
2: little bits I've seen.
0: Well, I think it's a lot of problems. That's, that's how you end up with 27 <laughs> well, in a row. Good
2: analysis. Uh, yeah. I, I really the thought the... 26, <laughs> two and whatever. Yeah. I
0: that's thought a lot of problems. the, I don't know if you're watching the game yesterday, Owen, but when they broke the timeout down two with like 30 seconds. And they ran a play for Alec yeah. Burks when when Cade had like fire coming off his fingers. That was a point where I was like, okay, this this might be a coaching yeah. problem.
1: Yeah, and then they just—it's like, well, you know, they're kind of teetering on the edge of being out of this game, and then it's just they just chuck it out of bounds,
0: <laughs> like three possessions in a row too. It was <laughs> yeah, sick. It's awesome. Yeah. And like in like
1: in like what's uh, Mikael Bridges is like one for six on free throws within the last three minutes, and they just. <laughs> It's like, it's kind of amazing to see really.
0: It is. It's, it's very futile. And I, my favorite thing was, I don't know if you saw, they asked the owner like about the sell the team chance. And he said, sell the team with all that we're doing in the community. That's just a sick answer. It's like, (laughs) I'm, I'm putting in a lot of work to like feed some homeless people. So I'm not going to be selling this team. So I'm all in on the Pistons. And I did also, you know. Jaw Morant throwing up the, the guns after a game winner. I mean, and in combination with team Morant, I don't know if you saw the video of him yeah. pre-game. Uh, and then the comments from team Morant about how Jaw's not changing the people around him. Why would he want to do that? Like jaw then saying I've kept receipts after his first game back, like receipts from what dude, like there was a 25 game gun suspension. I don't, think it was anybody was like oh you're bad at basketball like I don't think those were the receipts I think the receipts were like please get some help so <laughs> I don't I'm I'm all the way out I really this is concerning although they are 4-0 with him
1: yeah that's just gonna be one of the best one and twos ever is Zion and and, uh, and Ja Morant yeah. it's, ama- it's
0: amazing do you see Zion's new chest piece his new off-center chest piece <laughs> yeah he is hilarious. My, I sent the tweet. The guy was like, "This this guy's just never made a good decision in his life. Like <laughs> he's just on and over with the off center giant chess piece." They really are the best, and I'm reminded every day of the Stephen A. clip where he was like, "Between Zion Williamson's body and John Morant's head, R.J. Barrett might be the best of the three, Which is just one of my favorite takes ever. I love that one, and um, I know. The people haven't heard the year-end show yet, but Owen's wish in the year-end show for next year was the Blue Jays to make a transaction. And they have done that. They've made two transactions. Ooh, so yeah. I would like to go to you before we finish the last thing, Blue Jays Corner.
2: It Walk us through be. the transactions for maybe some of the people who <laughs> yeah. are less locked in. Okay,
1: good. So um I'll just maybe set the stage with, sort of what our off season or some of the guys we lost last year. So we lost uh, our center fielder. uh, Our third baseman is a free agent um, and we don't really have a DH. So those are our three sort of biggest areas of concern. Now we, where we're really, really wealthy is in the infield. We have a lot of uh, infielders from our minor league system, even more um, than even played last year. So maybe if you're watching the blue Jays, you might know Ernie Clement or like David Schneider. We've got even like, it seems like every prospect in our system is, Play second or or third or short. So, um, we have a lot of those. So that wasn't really needed. Uh, that something we needed to address. Um, obviously the stuff with Shohei and and there's a lot of talk about maybe getting Cody Bellinger to play center or to play left field because he's a he's a you know done, he's a really good defender and he's obviously a great hitter. So
0: he would cost Dallas a lot of money. that would be a major. He would cost signing. a lot of money
1: though. He would it would cost a lot of money probably for a lot of years. So. You know, you got to pump the brakes on that a little bit, and so what we decided was we're going to bring back Kevin Kiermeyer, who was our center fielder last year on one year. Um, so same guy, so a little consistency. That's great, right? Running back, good defender. You know, he had a really good season, even at the plate for number nine hitters, pretty good. Um, and then they followed that up with Isaiah Kainer-Falefa, who uh, comes from the Yankees. Um, and now, if for anybody not acquainted with his game, he is. You know, he plays at all pretty much every position. He can even pitch. Um, the only problem is he can't hit. So, you know, he's somebody that can play second base, shortstop, and third base, which like I said are are areas where we, we actually have quite a bit of guys. Um, but what makes what separates him from all those other guys is he actually can't hit the baseball. So um we got him for two years fifteen. Um which leaves us uh with three holes. Or I guess two holes. Yeah. Um, two of the three.
0: Well, so, Problem solved because I really, who didn't love last season? Who doesn't want to run it back? That was really yeah. my main goal. If we weren't going to get the best player in baseball, run it back. Like why, yeah. why would we get excited about big name players? Let's just bring yeah. the band back together.
1: And it's like, what's, uh, we, you know, we had the best team defense in baseball. Let's, uh, let's make it better. We don't, let's go back to back. Yeah. So Isaiah kind of fluff will help with that.
0: He will. I got a good feeling. I think yeah. he's going to do a great job at not hitting the ball. So yeah. get excited. Isaiah's got and some And
1: are, sources are saying we're in on Ahmed Rosario, who uh, is actually, I think he's also a shortstop or second baseman. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't hit, but I think he plays good defense.
0: Yeah, so. and he's got some legs, I think, in his younger days maybe. So that would be exciting. Um, yeah. Things are going really well. So maybe by next week we'll have two more transactions and that would be electrifying yeah. stuff. So get excited. Oh, we also have
1: that. Gio Urshela, who plays second Short, and uh, he can probably play some third, too.
0: When did that happen?
1: Uh, like I think two days ago. Or no. at least there was, uh, it was like almost a done deal. No, you got tripping.
0: You got sacked. That was in 2018. We actually got him.
1: Man, I got to up my game. I'm getting sacked all the time these days.
0: <laughs> well, it's hard. You've been struggling since mock bomb incidents, so I, uh, I hope you land on your feet.
1: That is true. I read something, and I'll just... Man, I got to do some more vetting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Respect. So that's good. I don't think there's anything else. New Year's coming up. Adam's got plans. I mean, so do you. Yeah, but I've, nobody wants to hear about that. They want to hear about your plans. Well, why?
2: That I was pretty loaded.
0: No, I wasn't loaded. I'm asking about New Year's. What are you doing? And yeah, I'm going to a uh, party. Oh, fun.
2: Yeah, pretty normal New Year's activities on my end. Mm-hmm. What about you?
0: Well, same. We're going to go to a party. Owen and not I.
2: Mess, not really.
0: Well, I mean... It, I'm going to a house party. What about you? We're going to a bar. That's what you do. And there'll be a little bit of a house. Some house before. Yeah. Maybe a little pre-house. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty regular yeah. New Year's activities. Good times will be had. Adam, really Adam, had- you weren't on the last
2: show. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? No, I mean, I kind of liked your explanation. So I think I'm just going to copycat you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have one. I have one. What is it? Yeah, this is one I'm I'm okay with looking back on in regret if I don't uh, complete it. So, yeah, I have one. Um, I'd like to show up to work on time or early next year. No, that's I was, good. You know, there's this situation at my work where, like, no one really can tell what time you show up. And, like, I'm not a very important person at my office to the point where people need to talk to me as soon as I get in so you know the time that I show up would start kind of um, moving back in the day and at some point I was showing up at like 8 25 when you know I should kind of be there at eight so I think next year I'm going to try to get there at eight or before every day
0: good goal I like that timeliness is a really good thing to have that's unloaded that's it's not That's i swear on my life that's unloaded. well it's
2: not even like i need to be there it, it just kind of makes me feel a little guilty it's like oh i showed up late today no one knows no one cares but it just you know kind of eats at you yeah yeah i used to feel like that too when that was like something that was it's not
1: even like yeah like you could show up i could have showed up like at noon and it would not have made a difference in anybody else's work day yeah. but you do feel bad and the part of it is like you know it's not nobody cares but then you think like you're like maybe they they like saw me come in and yeah you know like eats at you a bit
0: yeah i always felt that way too but i had a you know what was good about my favorite job is i had a set call at the start of every day so it's like i knew i had to be there right at the start of the day or else and then yeah anyway 10 Let's get this done. 10. Yeah. Ten. Lovely. We'll be back. There's a show New Year's Eve that's pre recorded. It comes out. I've got it scheduled. It'll be out. Then we've got the one after that this time next week on whatever that is, 2024. So have a good New Year's Eve, everybody. Much appreciation, much love. Hope you had a good Christmas, holidays, whatever. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you in 2024.